Hello again and welcome to SDGC for Thursday, January 23rd. If you're not aware, SDGC meets right here each and every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines with a wide variety of panel members and guests. We also do a whole bunch of other stuff as time allows, like a separate show about movies and television, pre-recorded content, and a bi-weekly morning show every other Friday. If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home. And if not, hey, feel free to stick around and maybe throw us a sub. Every single podcast is archived the next day on our YouTube channel for those who like to watch. And you can find all episodes on all major podcast services for those who like to listen. Now, everybody in chat might notice that it's a small podcast tonight. It's a little, it's a little tight. It's a little it's a little small, but, but, but here's the thing. Derek in glorious 4K HDR right there make is it makes up for makes up for really all of it in my opinion Derek. it's good it's good like, shit it's good shit and you know it's not about you know it's not about the size of a podcast it's about you know it, it's about the way you talk about video games that's what matters right yeah am i off base there am i am i, am I correct in this no i i think that makes sense to me i, I hate really... that you can see the flyaways in my banks right now so, my so, camera's so, so good so let's address that for a minute let's address that for a minute address what? um Hold on, I actually got a I got a message from somebody. Okay, so I want to address that real quick, Derek, because it really pit like you and I are both really good looking guys. Like, Jay like, did. Let's Jay admit did. It, right? Joe, let's Jay just, did send us a dollar. Let's admit it. We are we are very. Oh, bad bit in chat says it's very intimate. That's that's great. It is. All, I had to. Jay donated a dollar. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I am very, I am very upset because we are both very handsome individuals. I think anybody, I think anybody would be willing to admit that, right? Like, I would like say I'm so. Just, I'm not just saying that to like, you know, to like, you know, butter you up or maybe. maybe I think we're all we're very, both, very lovely people uh, in this both, in this group. We are, but but like right now, like the like the two guys on this podcast right now on the camera at this very minute are two very good looking guys, right? It pisses me off that you look so much better than I do. I think beauty's in the eye of the beholder, John. You're like, and there are many people like, who would disagree with you. On, like, like over here on my side, I feel like this is SDGC on the PS3. And then like over on your side, <laughs> it's like the remastered version of, of, of SDGC on the PS4 at 4k 60 frames a second. I feel like, I feel like that's what's happening. Lena it's a good camera. Dang, dang only two, Lena, I'm yeah. sorry to disappoint it's, you. So a lot of stuff happened at the very last minute. Um, Jeff and Justin both had things uh, pop up. I think Jeff uh, got really badly overworked, and he's real tired. Um, Justin's not feeling great. You can't help that. Um, Finn should be joining us shortly. He's on the way home. He had to work late, but he should be joining us a little late. Um, yeah, uh, we are ready for those topics and things. Um, and then, of course, we have, we, there is some shit to talk about. Yeah, and then, of course, our guest, um, you know, again, stuff happens. Like, so we got two of us, and that's okay, but we've got we got some meaty stuff we want to talk about based on things that have happened over the last couple weeks. Those are dogs. Um, and I didn't want to delay them any further for another week. So it was like, you know what? We got to do this with two people. We got to do this with two people. We'll make you it know, work. So, so, so we'll make it happen. Thing, right? Like, yeah. So, like, um, oh. Wait, hey, hold on. Before we do that, Derek, I'm going to type. You're going to hear me typing real quick. Yeah. If it's in the Discord chat, I can't see it. It's in the. Okay, so so <laughs> so you got to remember. You know what I'm talking about Derek. Make the call to to um to. I'm I'm trying to do this without revealing it to the chat. Make the call to 
A. I can't make any calls. Make okay. You know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. You know what? I'm gonna fucking do it. If it's a Discord thing, I can't do it. No, I'm doing it right now. Okay. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Hey! Oh! Holy shit! Shit! What just? What the fuck just happened? Oh! What is going on, Anthony? Oh shit! Holy shit! A wild Anthony approaches. Our beautiful boy, Anthony John Agnella. What's going on, my man? Hey, dog. How we doing? We're man. doing, man. We're doing. Man, People put up the Anthony John Agnello signal. <laughs> Anthony, I, I, I went outside and I, I fired an image of the fuck barrel into the sky, and and suddenly Anthony... Ballbeard, the environmentally conscious pirate, appeared. <laughs> it's, it's it's just the Donkey Kong barrel, but with FB on it instead of DK. FB, fuck Perfect. barrel. <laughs> There we go. I'm giving I'm giving everybody uh, tuning in a, a tour of my office as I actually get light in here. That's how unprepared I was to join the show this evening. Well, like I said, so, we lost everybody last minute, so we we just tried to we shone a sock into the sky and we're like, please. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you know how they go around the uh, baseball games with those t-shirt cannons. They fired t-shirts into the guy. I kind of, I went outside with one of those and just fired a sock into the sky. And somewhere Anthony was like, I'm needed. My people need me. Well, I, I, I love the idea of it. It's like, it's not the 10 o'clock magic show at like an off the strip Vegas casino. It's like the six o'clock magic show. Like, I need somebody from the audience. I need somebody from anyone. Please. You're not drunk asleep. Get up here. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I need to saw someone in half. Yeah. Uh, You're the middle Anthony, of the it's just, it's just good to see you, buddy. Yeah, man. It is. It is. I, I, I haven't talked to either of you guys in this setting. Derek, John got like a piping hot plate of me out of the blue this past weekend for <laughs> I, I did. CGC uh, Community Game Night. We were playing a little Mario Kart. And I, I got that, the best part of that was getting to see you parent firsthand, John. So, that so was, that, was a, that was a first time experience. So my son, my my that. son was talking some serious shit. He was. He brought the. Heat. He was talking some serious fucking shit, dude. Wasn't like, messing around. He was like to the point where, uh, to the point where uh, I like I had to like chastise him lightly. After it was over, I was like, son, listen, you must respect your father in a social setting. Like, I get that you want to, you know, I get that you want to be cool in front of dad's friends, and that's fine. But but now, now, and I and, and you know what? I know that Don is going to hear this. I know that Don is going to hear this. So for Nintendo out there, the next day, my son was playing Fortnite, and I heard him say, I just pulled a pro gamer move. No. <laughs> no. Thank you, Don. Yes. Thank yes. you. And then I immediately threw my son's switch in the garbage and banned video games from my <laughs> That's home. It. That's it. He's allowed to have a 1989 launch Game Boy and nothing else. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can play. I'll tell you what, son. You can play. Uh, you can, you can play, play Caesar's Beyond Palace for the Game Boy original. Son, I it. got you a copy. The only video game you could ever play from now on is Beyond the Beyond for PlayStation. That's no. that's it. That's the only one. Yeah, but then he gets all those high quality CG cutscenes, dog. By the way, though, Anthony, I downloaded that on my uh, on my uh, my emulated PS Classic, and it's just as bad as you remember. <laughs> it never, came so every single terrible. random battle takes ten years. <coughs> it's so bad. It's so fucking bad, dude. 
Well, we've got uh, we've got some interesting topics tonight. Uh, there's there's actually a lot to talk about. Derek, we've got game delays. We've got trade shows at E3. Uh, there was another topic that I forgot about because I'm an irresponsible host. Um, yeah. What the fuck are we so talking about? So basically, our last like month, we've not been able to talk about news because I think we were off uh, for the day after Christmas, and then in the new year, we had our um, predictions episode. And then the week after that was the Game of the Year discussion, which was last week. So this is like the first time in a solid uh, four-week period where we've been able to talk about news. And a lot of things have come out. And rather than try to do a rush-like month recap, I'd rather kind of hit on what I see as some recurring themes. So first among these, um, we got news that Sony is not going to be at E3 again this year. Rest in peace, E3. It was a fucking wild ride. I, but like, I don't think rest in peace. He <laughs> died like five years ago. Yeah. So he that's the thing is we're all talking great. about what do these big trade shows even mean anymore? And like, is E3, I think the question everyone asks is, is E3 kind of decentralizing as the like main gaming announcement and trade hub? And I think you were kind of hitting at that, Anthony. It's It's been happening really for years. Guys, here here is the moment that E3 died. And I, I hate to you know, be such a poo-pooer because I know that there are people who still love E3 very deeply. E3 died in 2013. The moment that Reggie said, Nintendo is opting to not have a traditional press conference at E3, and we're going to start putting more of our money into Nintendo Direct presentations. That was it. And it was a smart fucking move, Anthony, because look at how much hype and expectations there are like every time somebody every time somebody sniffs or like smells that there might be a nintendo direct coming soon they're like 100 like like 100%. dude like dude like fucking the forums explode twitter explodes and everybody's like nintendo direct nintendo direct and and it fucking works it dude, works there's, there's nintendo direct hype when there's no nintendo yeah. direct we could go on twitter right now and say to everybody hey who's excited about the next nintendo direct and you just get a thread that lasted 24 hours with people being like, yo, dog, I heard that Panzer Dragoon remake is going to lead into a Panzer Dragoon Saga remake. And yeah. Oh my God. yeah. I was at Nintendo's last ever E3 press conference in 2012 when their big reveal was Nintendo Land. <laughs> and here is the only thing I remember about that presentation was looking at the dude next to me and being like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then also, here's a guy sitting in front of me who was a rep from a Brazilian retailer, and he said in English, what are we doing? <laughs> in the, wow. In, we, we are now, ex, we have exited the decade of social media and streaming. I'm turning red. And... E3 has no place in it anymore. All it is is very expensive for no reason. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, Sony's skipping E3. Why would they spend the money? Yeah. I mean, let's let's look behind the scenes a bit, because I think a lot of people, when, when they heard that Nintendo was leaving E3, I remember this back when Nintendo first announced they weren't doing a conference at E3. People were like, oh, so there won't be any announcements, and they won't be, and, like, people won't, and it's like, no, they're going to be showing shit at E3, and they will make announcements. Like, it doesn't matter to the, like, 
capital G gamers, whether or not it happened at the Nokia theater or in a, you know, a live stream <laughs> online, like, but, but also, yeah, Nintendo has so decentralized that their E3 directs are really barely any bigger than the ones we get the rest of the year. Um, you know, Microsoft, um, inside Xbox, uh, towards the end of last year was incredible. Um, yeah. as a yeah. standalone event state of play has been kind of building up ramping up and it now sounds like we're probably going to see the ps5 at its own dedicated launch event so um, like derek I, I guess that for me that begs the question is so like you know so like looking at the state of play the format is is just like the Nintendo Direct, to the point of being like borderline derivative, like it's it's a Nintendo Direct only with it's the with... PlayStation All Stars of Nintendo yeah. Directs. Like, but also, right, yeah. What like, else are you gonna do? Something that was Smash Brothers, but with none of the charm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's like it's it, it's like you know. Imagine Reggie. Imagine like you know a Nintendo Direct is Reggie, and a a State of Play is um it, what's his name uh Jim. What's his name? Kevin um, Jim Ryan. Jim yeah. Ryan. A state of play is Jim Ryan just standing there, like you know, a guy who looks like he presses his underwear, and and just kind of talking about video games for twenty minutes. Like that's that's a state of play. But what's interesting is that, or I guess my question is, is does um, does Sony start moving away from annual? E3 presentations and fully over to that Nintendo model of let's talk about what we have coming three times a year. I I would not be surprised if over the next couple of years we saw some manifestation of PSX come back uh, because that performed profoundly well for them and now more than ever Sony is going to need that kind of community building event. I mean, all I don't want to diminish the fact that events are incredibly important. Events really, really matter in this whole landscape. Whoa! Oh! Yay! Our beautiful boy. Oh! What a happened to bastard. John's <laughs> mic for a second there? Dropped immediately. Excitement oh. flattened out. <laughs> quick! Had quick! To silence him. Get Finn out of the get get Finn out of the group chat. Quick! No. <laughs> so cool finn what's going on man it's good to see you bud oh it's uh it's been a day my friends did you literally just get in the door from work yes (laughs) so we're actually talking right now about uh just to catch you up uh we're talking about um e3 you know sony's pulled out of e3 there's been this kind of downward trend of e3 being like the center of big gaming announcements big trade shows and um i guess like what separates e3 now from you know, something like PAX that's already happening several times so, a year and, and you know, GDC. Real quick, before Finn answers that, Finn, Finn, before you answer that, I have a surprise for everybody in this podcast and everybody in chat. I'm going to pull a little magic trick for you. Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. Disappear. What? What? Wait, wait, wait. What? What is? What? Oh, we have Nintendo! I know everybody. Why? Oh, what what just happened? So 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 here's the thing, right? We were short on we were super short on people tonight, and Don Don lives in Europe, and yeah. so Don like Don literally woke up and crawled out of bed, and, and like what Don? What time is it over there right now? It's currently three fifteen. Don oh Don sent me a message and said. It's 3.15 and I'm up now. And I, I was like, I have to let him in here now. Like, I feel fucking <laughs> terrible if I don't. Jesus, Don, you didn't have to do that. 
You know I was what? already awake. Oh, what time were you playing Mario Kart with us on Saturday? Now that I think about it, was it like 4 a.m. for you? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Don is Don is the Mario Kart driver what drives at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Finn, please answer the question. Uh, so I should probably explain to Don is... where we're at oh, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, yeah, please. Question. So basically, um, we... we for our first topic, we've been talking about E3. Sony's mm -hmm. pulled out of E3. Um, E3's kind of been decentralizing, we're arguing, kind of ever since Nintendo first pulled out of doing their press conferences at E3. Um, what really, is there anything that separates E3 from any of these other trade shows, like the multiple PAX shows, for example, that happens several times a year? Uh, and that's just in the U.S. alone. That's not counting stuff that happens in Europe, Japan, etc. Right. Finn. So, before I answer... I have to say, this is my first show with your sexy new camera look. Yeah. Derek, dude, Derek is looking fine. Like, I'm not even going to lie, dude. Like, De I mean, yeah, like, Derek, like, it's almost a little unfair because the rest of us are like, fuck, Derek's like the PS4 Pro Finn, and the rest of us are like the, are, the rest of us are like Xenoblade 2 Chronicles uh, oh, handheld, yes. handheld on Switch. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what we're looking like right now. Voice and the looks, my dude. Come on. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> So to answer the question, uh, I, I, Anthony noticed my answer earlier, is uh, the only thing that really stops it now is it's it's more exclusive uh, and it's more expensive. For everyone. For, for everyone. To everybody, yeah. Uh, I mean, E3 is still fun, but there's just something missing to it now because it started with Rockstar being like, we're good. We're gonna, and everyone was like, that's okay. Then it was, uh, then EA pulled out and we were like, Okay, but we still got the big ones. The Nintendo said we're just going to do directs. We'll still be there, but the days of the big press conferences are over. And it's just like every year it seems to diminish a little, and they replace it with stuff that doesn't appeal to me at all. You know, like it's more mobile. It's I like mobile games, but I don't need an entire half wing dedicated to Fortnite for me. I don't know. Well, there's so much attention that is still commanded by E3. Yeah. And I, like people, there is a contingent of people who care about it deeply. And it's weird that something that was created solely so that people who ran a fucking Babbage's knew what to put on shelves. That <laughs> Holy time. shit, Babbage's, dude. Yeah. Fuck, I There's fucking forgot all about Babbage's. I worked at a Yo, boys, let's get in the car. Hit up Electronics Boutique. Get some fucking video games. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure there's an Aerith action figure around here with a Babbage's. <laughs> but like, you know, like the fact that like it started with managers and regional managers being like, "What do we stock?" Is now basically it's like a faded rock band the people that care about e3 are like people that walk around with pearl jam patches on their backpacks <laughs> how the, fucking the, dare you slander pearl jam anthony pearl jam i i would never I'm almost 40 here's the thing though like e3 is still a big event because it's still something i want to tune into and it's still where a lot of announcements yeah. and stuff hot, like revolves around that time frame so it's still a week of like huge gaming news it's just it doesn't have that excitement of like even just five years ago where i would make sure i took off for three days so i could sit and watch all of the press conferences and and just soak it all in. like those days are done 
and yeah. it is what it is but so like so like i mean let's be honest about that though right like everybody knows i'm a nintendo guy first most but dude mm. play like sony consistently puts on the best shows at e3 they do um it's a it, it, i mean it's a fact Excuse except me. for the um, last one yeah that last one was uh the last one was a little weird but <laughs> from a good sony show but 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 yeah. but dude dude that dude I, I still remember the sony show with uh spider-man and uh resident evil 2 and shadow of the colossus remake like dude i was like fuck like I couldn't fucking handle it, and mm. and 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 with Nintendo, like, and I'm sure Don is the other big Nintendo guy here. I'm sure Don will agree that we, I mean, we already get three Nintendo E3s a year, right, Don? Like, like that's that's basically e- I mean, excluding any game ones, sure, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. So I feel like, I like I'm I'm excited for E3 because because I know I'm going to get a Nintendo Direct, not necessarily because I'm excited about E3 itself. Um, which, uh, Anthony goes back to our conversation of like, you know, fucking, you know, if people smell that there might be a Nintendo direct in the air, like everybody loses their fucking minds. Yeah. Uh, but, but like, honestly going forward and I want to kick this over to Don and see what he thinks because Don hasn't really had sure. a chance to cut in yet. Um, I don't want to, so, so look, I joked a little bit earlier when I said, uh, you know, you know, rip E3, you know, like, I don't think it's, I you know, but at the same time, I going forward. With Sony pulling out, with like Finn mentioned earlier, with entities like Rockstar already gone, Nintendo is just being Nintendo and they're doing their own thing anyway. Yeah. Um, w- combined with the just absolute, absolute sh- slipshot handling of journalists' personal information. Oh boy. Um, like, yeah. like going forward for E3, like like is E3 ever going to have the 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 clout it used to? Again, like, 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 or, no. or, or is it? You don't think so? No. Well, Final Fantasy VII remake comes out before it, so there won't be a cloud. Oh. <laughs> hey, oh. I've missed you, Finn, my man. Oh God! But Finn, the um... part of that is your conviction that Final Fantasy VII remake will come out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag believe. Yeah, Don, but... go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Um, so I was one of the people that got their information stolen by the ESA, so that, that was a good time. I remember you telling me that, yeah. Yeah, so I've been to E3 since 2012, and this is the first year I d- just don't want to go. Like, I was kind of reluctant last year, and the only reason I went, I got to sleep at a friend's house. Um, Ooh, but this sleepover. Is the f- yes, <laughs> sleepover. <laughs> but this is the first time I just don't want to go, um, and that's mostly due to the ESA never probably apologizing for what they did. Um, yeah, I well, they they haven't apologized yet, like at all, right, Dan? Like, like, like they haven't. They, they like... made it a halfway apology, but never went all the way. They never took blame for what happened because obviously they put it publicly on their website. So who's to blame really for it? Yeah, it's yeah, them. I mean, I... it's there's no other party involved. Like it is shitty that uh, it, it is incredibly shitty that a certain uh wannabe journalist who shall not be named uh found it and put out that the information was out there before Gee, the be ESA yeah before the ESA uh could take it down but ultimately like the ESA should never have had that stuff in a publicly accessible Excel document. Like Yeah. Well you yeah. know that's what happens when you visit the marketplace of ideas. Um so yeah. But so for me for, for me like E three is a convention that I don't really want to go to either way. Like, last year was sort of the, the stopping point. Like, it was a good direct we had for Nintendo. 
Um, and I had a good time like walking around, but it felt emptier and emptier. Uh, well, yeah, Gamescom for me like the opposite, where I'm closer. It's two hours away from me. What? Well, definitely becoming Games, bigger Gamescom's and bigger. Gamescom's been growing every year. Yeah, it, it has. Yeah. And you know, like I guess I'll kick this out to Don and Anthony because you know, um, I have I, like I I have not been to either Finn as well. Um, I, I I so so basically this is for Anthony, Don, and Finn. I have not been to E3. Finn has mm. represented uh, SDGC at E3 as part of the press, and of course Don and Anthony have been there, you know, numerous times. I had a I, I had a good friend tell me E3 died when they made it a public event. Yes. Oh, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. Don, like, I, I, I'd be very curious to see if you agree with this statement. Yeah. I have been since 2015, uh, and I am I'm no longer affiliated with a single media outlet. I'm back on my Same. own. Uh, <laughs> but I, when I you're was, a mercenary. I'm a merc. Mark with a party mouth. <laughs> I'm a Mark with a perfect beard, a smoking jacket, a glass of absinthe, that's fucking opinions about video games. Let's do it. I, but when I was an editor, starting in 2015, when I was at Engadget, I yeah. lobbied every single year I was part of an organization to not send teams on the ground. And Don, I, I don't know if you agree with this, the return, just simply the return on investment for going, you going to E3 to produce content is yes. an amazing proposition. Well, to be fair, I mostly do Nintendo, so I have a weirdly different skew than that. But if I would compare like um, appointments that I had during E3 and Gamescom, I had double the appointments at Gamescom that I had from E3. Absolutely. Yeah. And, like, and you're going to get more content for your specific audience. You're going to get more Nintendo related content. It's going to be cheaper for you to produce. Yes. And more, more people are going to care. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, anyway. But, but yeah, for me, like, Gamescom, this was last year, the first year that they used all the halls in the Cologne Convention Center, which is 16, by the way. Um, and they use it for merch. They have a a specific indie hall. They have a specific one where they have more retro stuff, like arcades and stuff. And then they have like four areas that are perfectly suited for just business stuff. Mm -hmm. So you're not on the public floor, just like E3. You're just separated from everybody else. Mm -hmm. um, it's such a well smoothed and put together convention, just for how much <laughs> it goes all over the place with the public and the, the press stuff. Like the only big area of problems right now is that. Uh, the the place where you write the articles is all the way through the public area so they should do something about that particularly um but on other like in any other way um i marginally prefer gamescom over e3 now because it's two holes which has much more diminishing returns mm. and outside of nintendo and going to the xbox plaza what is there really for you to get out of e3 and and what does this is a legitimate question. When was the last time, and for all, all, all of us, when was the last time there was an announcement at E3 that was truly, sh like, industry-shaking or fandom-shaking? So when I'm gonna, I'm gonna put new E3 of dreams. Yeah, I'm gonna put a, a, a kind of an amateur's spin on that because obviously I am not a journalist. I am, I am just a guy who does a podcast who knows some production shit. But the way I look at it, everything that's going to get announced at E3 is getting announced before E3 even opens. Mm -hmm. 
So, mm-hmm. so that's the thing. Like, as as a small outlet, like SCGC, we've been thinking about whether or not to go or try to go to E3. Uh, you know, we're going to be at PAX East soon. Uh, we're talking about maybe hitting up PAX West. We're looking at how things go. Yeah, me, Jonathan, we'll all be there. But, um, you know, that's... On our first ever panel, by the way. Yeah, like, hey. but that's the thing. First is, SDGC panel is... is throw that out there. Is, if I was to look at going at E3, it's like, what do I gain out of going to E3? It's going to be hard for us to get appointments if we did, because we're a small outlet. Um, and it's not almost worth not worth going to E3 if you don't get appointments set up, because you're not going to get anything out of waiting in those lines. You're not going to be there when any big news breaks, because it's all breaking before the doors open. So, yeah. I mean, you can get hands-on with stuff, but that seems to me like that's the only benefit of actually being at E3. Hell, they're overworking everyone so much. It doesn't even seem, from what I hear, it doesn't even sound like much good networking happens at E3. No, yeah, for the networking. for the other half. Yeah. For the other half, it's also like you need to be the privileged few that gets access to specific stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with Nintendo, and I've been covering Nintendo for 15 years now, which feels weird. Um, but so um, weird about everything. <laughs> but but it's but I have never been invited to something very exclusive backstage at E3. Like I've been, been. If you haven't been invited, then fuck. What do you gotta do? <laughs> Who's gooch? Do yeah. I gotta tickle? Like, yeah, it, it's mostly the American and a few European outlets that get invited just for that specific stuff and nobody yeah. else. But yeah, and uh, like honestly, it often feels very arbitrary. Yes, I mean, and I, even I don't know if you guys know this. Like, there is a set subset group of people of journalists that get to see the Nintendo Direct three days before everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny part is that the Breath of the Wild trailer wasn't in that version. Uh, that's funny. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. Funny. I like that, though. I like that shit. See, I, I like... That's what I love about Nintendo is is that they... Cheeky. N- Nintendo know, And that, that's the thing about Nintendo Directs and, 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 you know, the E3 spotlight is that they know... They know that Nintendo fans lose their minds. They just lose their collective fucking minds over Directs. And, yeah. and, and so I, I love that. That's why I love watching react to shit you know like i love people i love watching people react to like you know directs and stuff you know people freak out like when they eventually announce metroid prime trilogy sure which is going to be a thing like you know yeah it's a joke but it's going to be a thing at some point are going to announce it shut your fucking mouth anthony and derek and finn you can all i i i I believe i believe that that haven't said a goddamn thing at some point I don't it's think going, it will see, happen in the first to, half of 2019 at the very least. Listen to Don. Listen to Don. It's fucking happening. The game has been in done for half. years. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Anthony can sit down there and fucking laugh with his smug smile all he wants. All he wants. <laughs> I've been hearing about it. Hey, you know what, dude? It's fucking real. I don't I, I don't doubt it for a second. I don't doubt it for a second. Infrastructure week is coming, y'all. John, okay, so let's get Finn. Finn has been Finn, waiting for what this do you, bullshit. Finn, what? What? It better not be about Metroid. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. Much like Nintendo, I have nothing to say about Metroid. Um, I, I Fuck you, a... Finn. <laughs> Kiss no. my fucking ass, Finn. You can eat my whole ass. You can eat um, my entire butt. So, no, I just I have a, I have a question for Don because sure. I'm curious. Because we're talking about how now we are in a culture where people lose their shit over the, just the idea of a direct maybe coming in the next yeah. couple of days. But when they first announced that they were switching from press conferences to a weird like 30 minute pre-recorded thing, like that was not the case. But you were covering Nintendo back then. So yeah. 
what's your take on that? Like, how did you see that shift go down? So uh, the way the direct started was really interesting. So they did a, so in Japan, they did a press conference in 2011 for the 3DS called the Nintendo 3DS conference 2011. They used to do specific Nintendo conference in Japan every September. Uh, that was the first time they ever live streamed it. And because of that, they started adopting mostly the direct format because it was then it was mostly still the presentation. But then a month later in Japan, they did a 35 minute presentation about Wii and 3DS software, which they called Nintendo Direct without a date. And then they just kept doing them for now nine years. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it made sense at the time because in 2012, they already did a pre E3 Direct with. Um, talking about the Wii U hardware um, before the presentation. And honestly, the 3E3 Direct was better than the actual presentation. Um, so it made sense to move over to direct to Directs completely. And 2013 was like the year, like every month or every three weeks, there was a Direct for even the smallest thing possible. Like they did a freaking Direct about the Louvre guide. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> That was weird. That was weird. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was just curious because I knew you'd have a uh, unique perspective on that because it's, uh, it's just weird to see how it goes now versus yeah. how it used to be when they first made the announcement. Yeah, it used to be, they used to be scattered across like business meetings, um, then E3 and then almost nothing else. Now they have they save it for every three months, and then the announcement that's queue more casual, they just drop on the Twitter and pre-announce it, like with Labo or with Ringfit Adventure. So, yeah. I, I've actually got an E3 prediction here to throw at everybody. Um, and it's a it's a PlayStation prediction. So, I don't... So, obviously, they've already said they're going to set E3 out. I do think that we're going to get an E3-adjacent mm-hmm. presentation. I do. Uh, um, Within a week I, or two, you think? I think I think it's good. yeah I think it's gonna be the same week I, I think it's gonna be like a rock star deal right like they're they're not on the main stage at E3 they're doing their own presentation yeah. um, it's gonna be in LA they're gonna do the whole thing uh, you're gonna see a bunch of next gen uh, PS5 games uh, launch titles displayed um, and uh, so I'm and I'm gonna drop something so I'm gonna drop something that I was that I was told. Um, I believe, and I, I have no reason, I, I believe this guy who told me this, uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I have been told that there will be PS1 backwards compatibility, PS2 backwards compatibility, PS4 backwards compatibility, but possibly not PS3. I will fucking shit, because that's the oh, only well, one that matters. Well, possibly <laughs> not PS3 because of the cell process. Yeah, I that's... just want to play 3D dot game heroes. Oh, 3D dot game. I fucking love 3D dot game heroes, dude. I won't be real with you. Mm. PS1 and PS2 are preserved through emulation, right? Like, let's let's be real about the fact that emulation yeah. does exist and 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 does count towards game preservation. That's fine. PS3 right now, unless you have a crusty old PS3, you I got do. fucking nothing. There's yeah, you got no nothing. way. To what? actually play those games. How am I ever gonna do my let's play layer? <sighs> Look, I wanna play so I wanna play Dynasty Warriors Gundam 3 and I fucking can't. 
They're, they're all I want to say. I want to play Little Big Planet Card Racing. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> how will I play? But look, here's the thing. Here, like, how will I fucking play Ride to Hell Redemption on PS5 if I can't play PS3 games? Well, first of all, John, how? You, Answer me that. Answer me what? that. How will you play Grand Theft Auto Five? Okay, Hayes HD. Hayes HD. <laughs> Motherfucking Hayes. How will Jesus. I play Rich Racer? Do you remember that? Rich Racer! Uh, the world needs a new Genji. Yeah, I'm about that. All right, so before we move on, sounds like general consensus. Look, E3's not going to die, but it's been decentralizing for a while now. I don't think it has. I don't think it's going to have. And this is just more slowing of the momentum, basically, right? I don't. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I completely agree. So uh, uh, Panzerg in chat asks isn't there a ps3 emulator sony has to have one right if they're using it for ps now no a ps3 emulation's garbage yeah, yeah there, it's there it's there are a couple it's out there they're, but it's not, garbage and it's none of them are the very cell. good and ps ps now is not very good yeah mm. um that that's why it sucks that's why you don't see sony pushing the shit out of it um although i have a sneaking suspicion that that is going to be their fix for ps3 uh backwards compatibility yeah mm. um which I mean, I guess you gotta, you, you know, you gotta get what you can take. Um, I will be interested to see, provided that we do get, like, look, like, and this is the last point I'll make. If we do get backwards compatibility all the way back to PlayStation One, like, that's a power, like, that's a game changer for me. I love PlayStation One games. Um, that's that's a powerhouse because PlayStation One has some of the best games of all time on it. Um, my fear is that it's all just going to be streamed and emulated. You won't actually be able to download the games you'll be able it's it's it'll be a streaming service so, and I, I will say this john most people forget this there is a fully functional universal playstation 2 emulator baked into the playstation 4's os that's they just yeah won't let you use it so we do know that sony has a software platform that will let you just pop in a disc if they unlock it and then you can play that. It's not they hard won't. to brute force emulation of the PlayStation 1 and 2. They're not that weird of hardware. It yep. can be done on a toaster PC, you know. Yep. We're not even talking or about a game actual PC. toaster. Probably. What if, you, what if you were able to play a game on a toaster? Yeah, probably prob fucking Lee. I mean, you know. Uh I want to play I want to play uh I want to play The Last of Us on a Texas Instruments calculator. But but PS3 <laughs> is the one that's in in a precarious position. Um, and I mean, so is the Xbox 360, but Microsoft is at least committed to, you know, backwards compatibility, even if it's on a game by game basis and not the whole platform, like you're doing everything they can to take all of the best and most notable games and make them available, even if none of those are Dynasty Warriors Gundam 3. So, so you know um, Dynasty Warriors Gundam 4 to come out on PS5. It, it came out on PS3. It just wasn't good. So we have some um, <laughs> we've we, we have some game delays. Well. Uh, yeah. Well, yes. Okay, go ahead, please. No, I was saying before we change subjects, uh, Rar in chat, um, I need to uh, do my tribute to him because Derek can't. So yeah. uh, here we go. Hey! Uh, please you, continue. Finn. Saki bless. Yeah. Let's let's talk about game delay, Mageddon. <laughs> For those who cannot see because they're listening to the podcast version. Really at my Yamcha in a crater. Then you don't <laughs> at my best. This is my new mantra. 
I made this at work. <laughs> if you I don't love me at my Yamcha in a crater. I'm very proud of this. So, anyway, please continue. Yeah, I will. Thanks, Game. Delay Mageddon. Um, <laughs> everything. So, there are no video games coming out in the next three years. Everything has been delayed. Um, so I've, I've actually. Uh, so we'll start off with like the one that's like the biggest for me, in my opinion. Dying Light 2 has been delayed indefinitely. <laughs> oh, Dying Light 2 got delayed again? <laughs> indefinitely, <laughs> Anthony. Anthony, indefinitely. Dying Light 2 doesn't exist. When I was in college. Like, I can't believe it, that a Techland game got delayed. Yeah, right. I can't I can't believe, wow. like, I was in fucking high school when Dying Light 2 was, <laughs> that was in 1997. I can't believe it's been delayed again. Like, so... It will still run like shit when it comes out, too. It will still run like shit. So it, I've it got is, the story I would expect from, nothing less from Techland. I pulled up the story from Games Radar here. Dying Light 2, the open world action sequel from Polish developer Techland, has been delayed indefinitely from its original launch window of spring 2020. So, here's what's notable. So I had a beer burp come up on me. Um, <laughs> ooh, oh, that's spicy. You hit me with some more um, of those games. So Dying Light 2 was not given a launch window. It was delayed indefinitely. Indefinitely. We have no fucking idea. So guaranteed, this is a next-gen game. Here's the thing. Most it's people not, it's, didn't expect that game was coming out in the next few months anyway. So. I did, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, it, you know, like, like I really, because they launched Dying Light uh in the and you know the first part of like you know 2017 and it did great like it 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 sold phenomenally so i thought that they would try to do the same thing with dying light 2 but now that it's been delayed indefinitely i have no fucking idea when we're gonna see this game like i who fucking knows dude like get get those new consoles out something that can give them a little bit more horsepower to let it run a little bit more stably and then come out huh. swinging in January or February of 2021. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You said run more stably about a Techland game. Well, yeah. I mean, like, okay, by, by run stably for a Techland game, I mean, like, it doesn't crash after Techland. Okay, okay, sure. <laughs> I'm so, not saying, like, the animations will be smooth or anything. So there are, so, so uh, other games that have been delayed. And, and, like, and so I feel like these are the, like, Dying Light 2 for me was just hilarious because it got delayed indefinitely and you yes. never really see that that's like one step away from canceled um the other games that got delayed do have release dates and windows and those are the ones that we should focus on in my opinion and we'll start with cyberpunk 2077 because that is called one it. of the that is one of the biggest title and you did call it that is one of the biggest biggest titles this year it is a, i think it was Finn originally supposed that. to launch uh in april and it has now been delayed till September 17th for playtesting, fixing, and polishing. I've been saying that was going to be a fall game for so long. You but have. It makes me so happy because initially it was great. We had Doom in March, and then we had Resident Evil and Final Fantasy in, uh, in April. No, we had uh, Final Fantasy at the beginning of the month of March. It ended with Doom, and then we had and Resident Evil, Cyberpunk. Sure, and also Animal Crossing. Yeah, you got to remember Finn hates it. <laughs> I don't. That's fine. Uh, but but then <laughs> Final Fantasy got delayed, and it be, it went. One week was Doom. The next week was Final Fantasy. Uh, Resident Evil. Then Final Fantasy. Then Cyberpunk. And I was like, Oh dear God! I really hope Cyberpunk gets delayed because uh, that's too many big games condensed into a one month period. So part of me is happy because also Witcher got delayed like sixteen times. I, so. I was just gonna say, dude, this is. It, it hasn't been delayed. It's just on CD Projekt Red time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> CD, CD Projekt Red, Red time. <laughs> I, 
when have they ever not delayed a game seven times? I mean, Witcher 1 was delayed like four years. Yeah. <laughs> it was My running on the yes. it was running computer. on the Neverwinter Nights engine. Like what? Mm -hmm. I built my first gaming computer because Witcher Three, Witcher One was supposed to come out that year, and then by the time it did come out, I had to upgrade my PC. The spring of two thousand four, it shipped in two thousand seven. With this is just this is just how they work, and every single time they make a new game, they get bigger, they get more ambitious, they get more money to make it, and it's like, oh, this is gonna take way longer. Keanu Reeves has so many individual beard hairs. Yeah, but dude, you. you but here's Anthony. You have to capture every Keanu Reeves beard hair, every strand of hair in that beard. You have to fuck because you know what, dude? I need Keanu to be breathtaking. Yes. Okay. He is breathtaking, I, and like, so are you. Look like a full beard. It has to have those weird spaces. Yeah. All over the place. It's, He's got that patchy. Authentic. Yeah. Dude, honestly, dude, you want to talk about great E3 moments? Honestly, Keanu Reeves coming out. On the Xbox stage, it's probably the greatest E3 moment of that all time. Was it that was, was pretty good. Uh, that was well, fucking hype as fuck. But like John, you, uh, John, and I were talking on Saturday when we were playing Mario Kart about the fact that Cyberpunk is is not super like exciting. I don't really care about Cyberpunk. Um, it's a also, big to deal, be, I guess. But I to be know. fair, though, Anthony, we were talking more about Don's fucking pro gamer moves than we were <laughs> than we were Party. Cyberpunk. We Those were pro gamer strats. Oh, oh, real, real quick. As long as Don is here, since he didn't hear he didn't hear what I said earlier. Oh, Don, man. I just want you to know, and I really debated whether or not I should tell you this, but uh -huh. uh, you know, obviously, my son played with us for a while uh, yes. on, on and, and then he he went to bed. The next day, Don, I just want you to know, and I will forever hold this against you. He was playing Fortnite with his friends on the couch, and he screamed out, "I just pulled a pro gamer move," and. <laughs> I fucking hate everything about it. I literally hate. Oh. There's nothing about it that I like. I, to be fair, I, to, be fair to be completely 100% fair, I didn't say pro gamer move once that night. Yes, but everybody else did, Don. Everybody else did because you introduced it into SDGC vernacular. At least you didn't say <laughs> fuck This is your fault. How is it? I didn't say it once. You can't prove to me anything. I'm just, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the fucking tapes. I'm sure you said it at least once. So what else What I'm else sure. got delayed, John? Uh, so, I don't, fucking Don, man. Oh, here's, <laughs> I mean, here's before we go, Cyberpunk, I was really excited about because I got that presentation. Um, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and I mostly wanted to play the stealth way, but yeah, now I can't. I have to wait for another. Yeah, you got to wait. You, want, you, you know, yeah. now you've got to wait. You got to wait to be stealthy. Good things come to those who wait, though. Yeah. Cool. What else has been delayed? Saki. Son of Saki. <laughs> Uh, here's another one that got delayed and one that I think probably needed to be delayed and one that I think, I don't think, I'm not sure the delay will save it. Uh, Marvel's Avengers from Crystal Dynamics. John and I are going to fight about this till release. The funny thing is wah, wah. I have seen, um, comparisons where people took the, um, the original release footage, uh, from the first time it was announced back at, uh, what was it? Was it last uh, three? Yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody took yeah. like a couple of the characters from that, and then they compared them to um, footage from the just the most recent, like I think it's the Kamala Khan trailer. And like, no major work has been done, even in just those couple months. A lot of those character models were completely overhauled. Like, I hate to say it, but like a lot of us were guessing when that game was first revealed. Like they were talking about it's it's pre-alpha, and I was like, how are they going to get this out in time for May or whatever? Uh, turns out that they just book and weren't 
<laughs> like you don't go from pre-alpha to done in in that short amount of time and they showed it off too early that's why they don't have enough to show that's why their first showings looked so rough people are not used to seeing pre-alpha footage with with assets that are that early in development i, I would argue think. that people aren't used to seeing captain america with such a shitty horrible character design but that's just that's just but, me but regardless I, want to, I almost want to argue that the character design is better in marvel ultimate alliance 3 Oh, well, it's I, just much I, more. It's 100%. just straight yeah, that's up. That's not even an argument. It's like, it's yeah. meant to look exactly like the comp. I mean, you're going for a different aesthetic, but but the point is, like this game, I think every single person has been sitting here, like we've not heard anything about this game. It looks rough. Yeah. It's coming out in May. There's no fucking way this is good. Uh, and it turns out that it's not that they were blazing through development. They were just very bad at picking release dates. <laughs> Uh, Derek, I'm going to go out and make my one prediction here that, like, I would I would take a money bet on this. Avengers doesn't ship this year. Derek. Ooh, that might not, that might, that might not surprise me either. I wouldn't be surprised if it misses this gen entirely, actually. I, I think... I see. I like it. The thing well, is, hmm. I think Avengers is going to end up being a significantly better game than most people want to meme on it right now. I look. Um, I want it to be good. Yeah. I do. I just don't. No, think it's you crazy. don't. <laughs> I, I do. I, dude, I fucking love. I yeah. love. Dude, I've literally got an Infinity Gauntlet sitting on my on my fucking that's fair. stand over there. And yeah. look, I get you because Cap's costume, as 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 our friend Tom Johnson so eloquently puts it, he does look like he votes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daddy Wolf in the chat says an issue for me is really the voice actors great cast, but I don't hear Tony or Cap. I hear Joel and Drake. I that's agree. gonna happen. Any the problem is we're at a point in the voice acting industry where if you go for voice acting um, talent, like so many of the the greats have either dropped and retired out of like game and anime voice acting because it doesn't pay very well uh mm -hmm. and moved to like broadcast television which pays absurdly well or they've moved into voice directing roles you know so I, you used to have this huge variety of like big names to pick from and now you've got a very weird tiered system of like a handful of really good premium voice actors and a bunch of no names who are really good, but haven't built up their reputation yet. So you're going to hear I, Nathan Drake and fucking everything for a while. And Troy I Baker and, and, and all of the critical role cast, they're just going to be everywhere because it's all the people I think, out there. I, I think one of the biggest issues for me, and this is the last thing I'll say about Avengers. I think one of the biggest issues with Avengers me when it was first shown was that that boss fight between black widow and taskmaster just wasn't all that interesting. it was rough it, it was rough. It, it, it was it was just you know mm -hmm. literally repeating the same moves over and over on task and i'm not talking like you know oh you know she's diving around she was just literally pulling the it was like you block a yeah. block a punch from taskmaster and then do a flip move block i mean i get that taskmaster like and do a flip move and i'm like okay i'd like, hesitate to even call before. him a boss because he was in the t it's the tutorial of the game but like at the same time it looked rough the the like hit impacts were rough i'd be really curious to see how that shapes up because it was really rough like and that's mm. not a good foot to put forward which is funny because people who played it said it felt pretty good to play but it sure don't look it so and also i mean yeah it, okay it demoing well still doesn't mean anything for the way that game is going to perform right, right. that's a slice that's not like, guess the what, game man? destiny one demoed really really well and yeah then it ate ass for six months after yeah. it released and they're positioning this as a service game at the moment where the entire 
games as a service economy is exploding. You know, we're yeah. looking at a situation where most people aren't even going to be allowed to sell loot boxes most places in a year's time. Hey, I'm in a country where that's heavily criticized, so hey. Hell yeah. yes, and thank you all for your work. <laughs> You're doing good stuff for the rest of us. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think that Square, Square Enix is at a moment where there are two bodies to Square Enix. There's Square Enix, and then there's Square Enix London, which was formerly known as Eidos. And Square Enix London is coming off three years of fucking flops. Just yep. Cause 4, tanked. Shadow the Tomb Raider, tanked. Hitman, they handled Hitman so fucking poorly that they were like, oh, we need to get rid of IO Interactive. God, and IO Interactive uh, yeah. And had an enormous success with Hitman 2. Square Enix London. Thank you, WB. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they, they cannot afford for Avengers to tank. And I think the fact that we saw the delay of Final Fantasy VII, a game that's finished, we know it's finished. Yep. The full game leaked to the world. Uh, you know, that game is done, and they pushed it so they can pad the next fiscal year. That's exactly why they did it. I never that's thought exactly of it that way, but that, no, that's exactly why they did it. The I, game, I mean, is, yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, fiscal year ends at the end of March, twenty twenty. One hundred and ten percent, Anthony. In April. That's why they did it. We are not going to see Avengers until I'm going to say January of twenty twenty one. Right wow. when they're really gonna need it at the end of the fiscal year, That's when a... that game will have some polish, and a bunch mm. of PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X owners are gonna be desperate to play something on their new Christmas present. I think, despite yep. Square 100%. Square Enix putting out a, several really good titles this generation, um, I think this has been a really, really bad generation for Square Enix behind the scenes. Um, yes. I think that a lot of their best games have come out almost in spite of Square Enix. You know, like um, stuff like Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 15 were both probably one bad week away from being rebooted again at some point in their final development. Let's be real, because that happened. How many times did those games start, sure. get a year or two into development, and then restart from scratch? Final Fantasy mm -hmm. VII Remake yeah. did the same thing several times. They've been mishandling their Western publishing arm. Um, and it, and it, it's so weird, Derek, because like like Anthony knows, and you know, and I, I know Finn knows. Like like Square Enix is one of those companies. Like back during the uh, Super Nintendo PS One era, they were pumping out games like three quality games. Oh a year. yeah, like, boom, yeah. Boom, yeah. Boom, sure, boom, sure. Boom, boom, boom. But I mean, like, companies <clears throat> I mean, companies change, companies move around, and the problem is that while you've got good creative talent at Square, I think you have extremely poor management mm -hmm. of their projects. Um, you know, I, I think it's poor. If I was going to say, because you almost see a nice clean divide where their their Eastern stuff seems like it's really poor project management versus their Western stuff seems to be a really bad um, kind of marketing and direction angle. Like Shadow of the Tomb Raider could have done better than it did. It's not a bad game. Like it's it's perfectly fine. It's not a bad game, but Anthony's right. It fucking bombed. Yeah. Like, and it didn't bombed. need to. You know, Hitman so, didn't need to bomb. One point I wanted to make. So yesterday, and I can easily say this. John said, so when do you think they're going to make um, The World Ends With You 2? And I literally told him, yeah. um, it's a Nomura game. It will be delayed by uh, three other times before it actually comes out yeah. in any shape, way, or form. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Finn, I actually, 
Finn, actually, how many of these Final Fantasy like remakes, not not like seven scale, but stuff like you know five and six. You know, people would ask for like five. Like, how many of those do you think we could they could have burned through if they had? Oh, just, God, don't get me fucking started on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, let's be real. We could have. People have been clamoring for a Final Fantasy six anything. For anything. It's like, and and, and it, you look at the Switch, and it, it, if it's before seven, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Uh, and then yep, last, generation, last generation, last generation, they constantly went from one to four, and then skipped, and five. went. Yeah. Like they they keep skipping five and six. No one knows why. Anytime so, like anybody does a ranking of best RPGs ever, like six pops up, like clockwork, as well it should, but. And mm-hmm. I, I go and ask uh, the the merchandising crew of Square Enix every time, like, do you guys have any, anything uh, six in the works? And they're like, nope. Yep. Sucks. Mm. So, so, so here's what fucking kills me about that, right, Finn? Like, that's it. Here's what fucking kills me about that. We're getting fucking, we're getting fucking HD releases of fucking romancing saga games. Yes. Romancing saga games, which are fine, but they're extremely niche and obtuse and not very popular and not all that great. We're getting fucking romancing saga two, romancing saga three, fucking saga Scarlet Grace. Yeah, like, that game is good. It is. So, so, but, but where the fuck? Are, are Final Fantasy 4, Final Fantasy 5, Final Fantasy 6, fucking Chrono Trigger. Like, where the fuck are these games? Yeah, at least where, it, it boggles my fucking mind. Where's Final Fantasy Tactics? Why yeah, has Final yeah. Fantasy How is Tactics War of the Lions not on Switch? Where is Tactics? How How is, yeah, how is War of the Lions not on Switch? How is 6 not on Switch? How is Chrono Trigger not on Switch? Like, I yeah. you, you mean, there, there better be some, like, Surprise Direct, where Square Enix is like, hey, remember how they surprised us by bringing the Secret of Mana collection to America? What a great fucking surprise. Yeah, so I'm hoping for a Final Fantasy VI Chrono Trigger, a Final Fantasy Anthology remake Mm. on the Switch. Mm. Not only that, Finn... Not only that, Finn, but I know Anthony will appreciate this. Look, you fucking local, you you localized Seiken Densetsu three, okay? Localized Bahamut Lagoon, localized localized live. Localized fucking Terran, like or like it, it's been localized. Bring Terran Nigma to the U.S. Like, like fucking ah, like I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. Like, oh, Derek, go ahead. I fucking stop me from ranting, Anthony. Please. To your point earlier about the fiscal year, that's got to be the only goddamn reason Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles has been pushed this far. There's oh, no way that remaster. Got delayed. No, no, yeah. There's no reason that remaster is going to need to go into summer or fall. <laughs> that game, it's a remaster of a pretty straightforward game. To be game. fair, oh, to be no, really was, fair. Thing. I think I think Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles is getting pushed because they can't get it. That's cross-platform. Like, oh yeah, like, I forgot about yeah, that part. Like, All right, that's that something. On Switch on PC and PlayStation Four. It's still yeah. convenient. There's also, still... it it didn't run too well in pre-release footage. Yeah, it ran like shit in the trailers. Like that's I, so weird. That's I, so I, weird. Also, fact, the only reason that game is yeah. so the 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 guy who's the the mastermind of the saga series Kawazu is also one of the masterminds of Crystal Chronicles, and I think mm-hmm. that the only reason these games keep coming back is that. That guy has been with Squaresoft 
since 1986, and now he's an executive. And so when they're sitting there laying out projects, he's like, yeah, we're going to make another saga. But sir, we only make $5 on every release. We're making another saga. (laughs) (laughs) So, Um, like, I'm sure that Crystal Chronicles, he's like, we'll release it when I'm damn well satisfied that the jug carrying is as smooth as it needs to be. Um, talking about um, financial years, the only other company that I figured who did this was Ubisoft. And they said it publicly, like, we're pushing back all our games to serve a new financial year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Ubisoft, like, good. Good that they're honest yeah. about it. You know what's funny yeah. is, is Capcom coming back has just been absorbing. Capcom, like, siphoned the competency essence away from Square Enix <laughs> so that they could return to form. Um, that's the only explanation I have. Square Enix, Square Enix had oh, to sorry. fill so that Monster Hunter World could live. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so fixing their shitty physical releases too, because like for the past couple of years, every single Switch thing that they put out, it's like, yeah, it's a Resident Evil cartridge, but only Resident Evil Zero is on it. And now they're getting good. They just put out a Mega Man box set in Japan. It's like all of them in a gorgeous little yes. nailing it so so i like I, i've got a serious question for everybody like like you know like you know we all complain about like games like final fantasy 6 and Chrono trigger being missing in you know missing in action yeah. but and, and like and with games like romancing like like the romancing series taking their place uh as switch releases and ps4 releases but in all honesty like where are these games and specifically final fantasy 6 and chrono trigger and why is square not because they haven't made a badly pixelated remake of it yet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, because here's the problem, right? Is, am I wrong, though? No, you're not am wrong. wrong? No, you're not wrong. Here's the problem. Let's say I want to play Final Fantasy VI right now, okay? The problem is I've bought that damn game in too many formats already. So if you want me to pay, what's the current? My phone is dead. What's the current price for Final Fantasy VI on mobile? All right, I'm looking it up right now. You know, what's I the price on Steam? You know, well, well, hold on, Finn. How much is it? I'm gonna bet you fifteen ninety nine. That sounds about 20? right. Twenty. Final Fantasy six. It all doesn't count. I already bought it, so it doesn't show me the price. All right, hold on. I I can get it. I, I'm good. Oh, yeah, I'm pulling up it up right now. Like yeah. Who's gonna do one dollar? Uh, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with one ninety nine. All right, one ninety. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be okay. So Lena, Lena says fourteen ninety nine, and Mr. Jellyby says fourteen ninety nine in the UK. Okay, so it's so so that's yeah, yeah. so it's twenty dollars more expensive 15, than it should. No, you want them to give you five dollars to play? Yes, the mobile version. Yes, the mobile yeah, version is. Well, ass. that's true. The mobile version is garbage. That's the thing. If I, as someone who loves Final Fantasy VI, want to play Final Fantasy VI, okay, I, this I'm is not funny. gonna pay in, in euros. In euros. Final Fantasy VI is 17 euros. Oh, what? Oh, that's rough. No, no, no. I, I do, okay, I, I'm so embarrassed that I can't remember Square Enix's CEO's name, but mm-hmm. he recently said... Uh, what has he done that matters? That I should remember him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he turned around the comment. He, he took it from Yoichi Did he? Iwata. Yeah, Iwata, well, yeah, he did. I mean, he mm. it a lot. Uh, he did say that the goal, especially with all the re-releases that they've done in just the past 18 months, we've seen Final Fantasy 12, we've seen Final Fantasy 8 remastered. It's been a good turnaround recently, but like, right. FF6 is still garbage on PC and, and mobile. The FF9 port on Switch still has the mobile tooltips in it. Yeah, it's like, it's like no emojis allowed, that I'm like, 
fuck? Like, are you serious? Like, they're getting better. Like, I think Final Fantasy VIII remastered is sort of the model that we can expect going forward. That is actually a decent remaster, and it's great. And I, I think that he, I can't remember if Red did this interview. It was a great interview on uh, Games Industry, and he said our goal is to have our entire library on every platform. I did, yeah. I think that. What, what, like, I think Anthony, what they said was like they, they were looking at. for example, like streaming service for their games, right? Like right, they wanted yeah. like all their platforms to be able to be streamed. Which you know yeah. what, fuck it, dude. At this point, if that's what if that's what it takes, because I have the same frustration. I have the same frustration with Square Enix that I do with Nintendo, and it's this: both of them have one of the richest backlogs of games in the entire industry. Yes, and you know, game preservation has been a, a, a sticking point for me. For a very long time, like batteries and PSPs are starting to explode, like cartridges are starting to go bad. These games are going to become lost to time eventually. L- let us play them. I want to show my son what my son loves games just like I do. I want to show him what what sparked these love of games in me. I want him to play the games that I did. Let us play these fucking games. Like just drop them on a service. That's yeah. all you need. The, the yeah. demand is through the roof for this shit. I don't understand why they won't do it. Both of them. I mean, it was called Virtual Console, but they didn't make many returns, so they made Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, I yeah. like the reality is is it is I, it is expensive to re-release a game. You know, you don't think about all the ancillary costs of, it, you know, every single game you re-release, it has to be re-rated. You know, you've got to like just go to the ESRB, and that's one little step of sitting there and saying, "Here's a huge cost we've got to go yeah. through to push something out there that might get." 10,000 downloads in well, sales. It also doesn't help that for the longest time, like let's call it like it is, the the, the gaming uh, console manufacturers have not stuck to a unified um, architecture for their hardware ever. Um, I mean, only, Nintendo... Only now is that changing. Only yeah, now is that Yeah, Nintendo for ages, I mean, jumped between different custom versions of like ARM and power PC based architectures that were so drastically different from generation to generation that it, it basically meant you couldn't just easily port forward. Um, you know, Microsoft jumped around, um, Sony, no explanation needed there. They made the fucking sell, but we're finally at a point where Sony and Microsoft are using x86 based hardware. Um, that is just going to be bigger and better versions of itself for the next generation. Nintendo with the switch using the Tegra, it's an ARM based APU. Um, you know, it's, it's something standard. It's something that people work with all the time. Chips, just like what's in the switch are in mobile devices across the world. Programmers know how to fuck with those. So if we get a switch too, and they, even if they get an, I mean, they're going to use a new chipset, but if it's just, if it's ARM based, it's not that hard to make backwards compatibility a thing, but instead they're having to remake super Mario brothers one for the NES system after system after system. And you're right. Those costs add up because you've got to do that over and over again, which you don't have to do. Bruh. Like I don't have to worry about backwards compatibility on my PC. You know, I don't have to worry about every time I build a new PC, all the games that I love waiting for those manufacturers to re go to the ESA. You know what I mean? Like they were good once, the hardware is natively compatible. We keep going. And there are issues with that, but like this this kind of whimsical jumping about 
um, and never being forward thinking has really hurt us in terms of game preservation and keeping yeah. those classic games available. And that's why I can't play Dynasty Warriors Gundam 3, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, it's also, it's also that uh, on Nintendo systems particularly, um, the engines that they used on Wii are no longer compatible with Switch. Yeah. So there was a, um, a system middleware called Nintendoware, which they used for WiiWare, most Wii U, and most for Wii games, a few Wii U games, and also a bunch of 3DS software. And they kind of actively stopped using Nintendoware, so it's significantly out of date. Yeah. All right, Derek. Gun- Dynasty Warriors Gundam 3, which is not as good as 2. I'm putting it out there. Uh, it keeps coming up. Yeah. I need to ask, have you ever played Gundam Breakers Yes, uh, we actually got John to play it uh, on Extra Life for a bit. He did, yes, love he did. Love it deeply. Love it deeply, dude. Look, I'm a big old Gundam nerd. I love my Gundam games. Gundam Breaker, awesome. Love my Super Robot Wars. Love my Gundam Versus series. I, I wasn't at uh, the Gundam base last summer in Japan. Oh, oh! <laughs> and I will be back there this year. Oh, <laughs> you son of the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bass Rip Ball. I'm pretty sure Breaker Three is still in my Vita. Right Breaker now. Three is is the best. It's so fucking good. But cool. um, but yeah. So games we've gotten kind of off the track on this particular topic. But like, ah, whatever. It's, it's, like, whatever. Whatever. it's been yeah. natural and it's been good. Damn it. Um, it's but so like natural. games get delayed. Like, why do games get delayed? We've heard a couple, like. You pointed out kind of the situation of sometimes stuff just gets shuffled for, um, you know, for like fiscal year purposes to, to hide that it's going to be a bad quarter or a year. Um, we've got several games that are getting delayed because they just need the time in Dying Light's yeah. case because they don't exist. Um, <laughs> I got a question. Let's get let's get real and candid about one of our favorite jokes on this damn podcast. Oh, boy. Uh, why oh. the fuck has Metroid Prime Trilogy actually been delayed as many times as it oh, has because never been announced easy metro prime 4 but we yeah, know exactly. that it exists yeah. is metroid it prime 4 got delayed and metro prime trilogy is being held for a six to eight month period beforehand to uh, be released to drive up in uh, engagement and interest leading up to the launch of four hey so, man that's hey man i'm from the region they that kept um Dr. Karashima's devilish brain training five years on the shelves for 3DS. So, so, so here's the truth of what happened with Metroid Prime Trilogy. Um, back at the Game Awards in 2018. Let's unmeme this shit. Get back at back at Game Awards in 2018, it was supposed to be revealed. Um, that's when it was initially supposed to be revealed. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, before that, uh, we didn't know it at the time, but Metroid Prime development on Metroid Prime Four had had been restarted. For the second uh, time, every, yeah, essentially, it was it, they they restarted it. the The goal was to release Metroid Prime Trilogy in 2019 as a lead up to like you know generate excitement for Metroid Prime Four. Of course, that didn't happen because Metroid Prime Four got fucking delayed into oblivion. Yeah, Prime Four won't so, be until 2021 at the earliest, probably. Prime. So Prime Trilogy has been literally completed and sitting on a shelf for what? Don, would you say two years? Like a year and a half? Like it's been done Something for a like while. That. I've heard yeah. a lot of it, it, games at Nintendo. A lot of remasters I'll, and re-releases are basically they, they are They're just be, on because a shelf. because I mentioned earlier they need to port everything from Nintendoware and they've been doing that game by game basis. Yeah, I think Metro Prime Trilogy was one of the first to be ported. 
Yeah, no, like, like it's done. Like, they could release it right now if they wanted to on Switch. Like, it's ready to go. I wonder how the Japan situation will be, because here's a fun fact. Japan never got Metroid Prime Trilogy. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. Funny. Because they, they released them separately as new Play Control versions. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Same happened in Europe, right? Well, you all got the no, trilogy no, no. as got, well. We got trilogy. We got trilogy. You got the trilogy, but you got the new Play Control versions first, right? No, no. We, no? Got, uh, we got also trilogy. Okay, because I think in the but US... I have the Japanese versions like this. Look at the Japanese yeah. box art, too. Like, oh. Because yeah. I think in the US, we never got the new Play Control versions. We had to wait all the way till trilogy got released, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. the funny part is about that too is that Jap Japan kept uh, Metroid Prime 2's multiplayer in the Wii version. Hmm. Oh yeah. I also want to address. I, uh, I want to. So 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 here's the deal. Like like all memes. Chat. All Giant. memes aside, all okay. all jokes aside, um, I do think Prime Trilogy gets announced at some point this year. I think it's time. Because yeah. uh, I think Prime Four is probably a winter 2021 game. Um, I, I think 2021, maybe not winter, but I, I dude, I, yeah, all, I'll say 2021 at the out. earliest. I mean, it's not coming yeah. out this year, but next year is no. possible. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think Metroid Prime Trilogy gets in this year, maybe at E3, uh, for like a December release, Anthony, uh, on switch. Like, I, I don't think it's coming out like, you know, this summer or anything, but we do not have a very clear idea of what Nintendo's fall is going to look like. I think it's gonna be Mario Kart nine. Ah, no. I don't know. No. No. You also it's think so that a new mainline you know Mario is coming out before Breath of the Wild like, 2, like, and that's I, not happening. No, it, Breath of the Wild 2 is not happening this year. No, it's definitely not. You think not? No. Okay. Nope. Well, uh, we're no. not getting a new mainline Mario either. That's for damn sure. Nope. 3D World. No. Well, that's not a, a new main. That's a port. That's yeah. like arguably. Well, here, here's the thing. This year is the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. Oh, that's a good point. It's a good year. Yeah, yeah. And, and the only two things that I've heard is a board of 3D World and Mario Super Mario All Stars on Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, see, and here's I, the thing: the the Mario Kart team, that team has been working on something. I don't know what it is. Yes, Mario Kart Tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they also, have been working on so so. And if you look at like if you look at the time, <laughs> if you look at the traditional uh, uh, space of time between Mario Kart releases, this is the year. I don't think that Nintendo like, works that way specifically. They don't have like a Mario Kart team. It's it's SPD like one and two and, and three, but it's 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 a little less decentralized than that. Correct me if I'm wrong, Don. You'd probably know um, better. It, it's one SPD. I think it's two. They yeah. worked mm -hmm. on, on before this. They worked simultaneously on Arms and Mario Kart Eight yeah. Deluxe. So it's very well possible they are working currently on something. But like, um, it's more like a mega team that works on a couple projects at once, rather than like, what does the Mario Kart team do when they're not doing a Mario Kart? They they sit around. Like, yes. No. They, so they they, they, they are t every team is like this. Like yeah. the same team does Animal Crossing and Splatoon. Well, if so, Animal Crossing, so, they get more help. So here's what I think is going to happen with Nintendo this year, and then I want to kick it to Anthony because I know he was I know he was trying to he was trying to get onto this. We we know so Don and I are both in total agreement that. Brian who is not coming this year no um uh there Mar uh, mario odyssey 2 which i believe is in development is not coming this year because i because we're we're getting a 3d world port it's going to happen um uh animal crossing is their big spring game animal crossing is their big early part of the year release they and we know we're not something. getting a pokemon this year we're not we getting know a pokemon, we're not getting a mainline pokemon we're not getting a mainline pokemon they need something to fill the fallout nothing nothing on nintendo other than Poke, the only thing that sells close to Pokemon is Mario Kart. Mario Kart sells like a motherfucker. But that's it is the problem, 
done. Eight is telling too well. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to cut like eight's no, legs out. No incentive. No, but I'm not. But but Anthony, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think it's just going to be. I think it's. Nintendo you think it'll be cart. Smash Cart? No, it's, I it think doesn't it's matter. Going to be Smash Cart. I think you're going to see matter. characters like Samus and fucking like Ice Climbers and fucking like. I think you are going to see the stable of Nintendo characters follow the ult the Smash Ultimate mod. I I will say I think you are on to something in so far as that'll be I the think, next version of Mario Kart. It just ain't coming not, anytime not soon. I, I think that this fall, I think we I think that there's a very good likelihood that they have a window to introduce a new sort of accessible party atmosphere IP. You don't think I, that's you don't so, think that's too risky so, though? Like a like a new IP in the like, like in, the, in, the, in the same like vein as an arms or a splatoon something that is uh, uh, playful you know could, could splatoon 3 fill the gap then I like um, I, I, soon, I no I because like. that team is currently working on animal crossing so yeah. no yeah. definitely I, not we'll, we'll see like you know something uh, yeah I, lena saying I, no. I mean the only thing i can I think of that it's outside the realm of anything else is either super mario party 2 yeah, I could see I that. Like... Or, or, or a follow up to the other games that uh, Andy Cube has made. So the Wii Party. So maybe a Switch Party. Yeah. So, like so because they another... get they get a lot more reins, it seems, with with their own party games than with Mario Party. Yeah, and let them do more interesting ideas with the Joy-Con and maybe a few more interesting party modes. Like if you oh, remember oh. Wii Party U, it had this um, Simon Says where you could put four Wii remotes and a gamepad on there. It was really well made. So what you're saying is we need a three four switch. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. We really fucking don't fit. We I have, really don't need that. I have a theory. Not that this is a okay. next generation milking. Yeah. Not that Everybody this is a not this is a blockbuster uh, suggestion that this is the big holiday game or anything. Um, and I know I don't know how I've managed to avoid becoming like John <coughs> memes with Metroid Prime trilogy, John but if awful. if Pikmin three, we we basically know that Pikmin three is is getting its port. Uh, it's gonna get its port this relati- year, relatively Pikmin, soon. Pikmin 3 Deluxe is is yeah, no, we we know that. We know that. Yeah, oh, yeah we, it, it's it's pretty hefty rumor to be honest. Yeah. yeah, we 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 know we know. But if three is finally getting its remaster released, so I mean four is finally gonna sit through, finally gonna be done with its like nine year development nine cycle. Nine year development cycle. Whatever Miyamoto, it's been in. Miyamoto's got to get those. He, the whole time it's just been Miyamoto deciding whether or not. Uh, he's deciding whether or not your mic is going to work. Because <laughs> how about now? Is that better? That's that's working. Yeah. Sultry. What do you think? Is that a... wanna, like this is also yeah. okay? So we're seven years out from the release of Pikmin Three. Yeah. Pikmin Three was first teased at E3 2008 after that disastrous presentation. Oh, I fucking remember that. Did. Yeah. So they were like, we're making another Pikmin, and then it didn't come out for five years. Also, they showcased that image of uh, Twilight Princess, the first teaser image, and everybody leaked it online. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I, let me put it this way. I remember it was 2015, I want to say. Um, it was either late Wings 2014 Skyward. or it was 2015 <laughs> that um, Nintendo, or that Miyamoto himself said that Pikmin 4 was yeah. nearing completion. And it's been a lot of years since then, and I really, oh. really... I am I am choosing to believe that was not Hey Pikmin. <laughs> so oh, yeah. God, Hey Pikmin was a good on. game though. I liked it a lot. Oh, yeah, but it's not Pikmin 4. It's the only it's the only good game that developer has ever made. 
What else did they do? A Yoshi's Island DS. Oh, yeah. Didn't they also do the Chibi Robo platformer? Chibi Robo, yeah. Siplash, yes, they did Siplash. Siplash is okay. So we stand by Don's statement. So, so once again, the only good game they ever made is say Pikmin. Yeah. So so I've got another I got another hot Nintendo prediction to draw. Okay. We got some hot non-Nintendo got, predictions because they're monopolizing this section. So so, so I, I just want to see what you guys think about this. Mm-hmm. Right. Two quick ones. One, we're getting a two D Metroid this year. Uh, again, um, that's a thing we've heard, so that's not. We've heard it, but I think yeah. I think there's too much smoke around that fire not to be true. Yeah. Uh, and I think Mercury Steam is probably developing. Um. And I also think we are going to get the return of a long dormant Nintendo franchise. And it's either going to, it's either going to be Star Fox. It's going to be punch out or uh, yes, the long dormant Nintendo franchise. It wasn't Starlink a few years ago, or that's not Star Fox or paper Mario. Y'all it's time. Well, again, paper Mario is a thing we've already heard. It's also not dormant. It came out in 2016. And it's a thing. I'm talking about a true paper Mario game. We've also again, okay. Hold hold up, John. Hold up, John. Flash is not a true paper Mario game. Hold up, John. I I agree. No true Scotsman would. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You could say, oh, the writing, the writing was already good in Color Splash. You're obviously going to bring that over in the music and the visuals. But here's my number one problem with that. If even going back to form, they wouldn't have interesting characters or or, or partners because Miyamoto is forcing regular Nintendo characters really down their throat right now. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. If you could it's have not Wario, going to be the same. If you could have Wario and it's Waluigi and Birdo as partners, that would be hilarious, though. That would be great. I could, I could be down for that. Yeah, but it kind of goes they're against the idea what they're trying to do. That. Paper, Mario, Paper Mario, Paper Mario plus Rabbids. Get on the fucking train, boys! It's happening. Here we go. Here we go. It's fucking time. That's the next big. That's the next big crossover. Paper Mario plus Rabbids. Finn, save me it's from John's Paper hell. Mario. Paper Mario cardboard rabbits. Fucking lock it in. Save that, me from John's hell. Hit game. me with some good, some good predictions. Company, but, country, prediction whatever. Prediction is one a rabbits too. Kingdom Battle was so good. It was so yeah. fucking good, dude. Um, you know my my prediction is uh they they kind of like how Axiom Verge came out and then Nintendo realized people did like Metroid. Uh, sometimes an indie game just has to come out to remind the big boys that they have an IP that has some value. So, fingers crossed, we get an Advance Wars one day. Yeah. Not gonna happen. You know what? Advance Wars. No. I think so. Advance Wars and Battalion Wars. Both those could come back, and I would be very happy. I would be happy too. But dude, Fire Emblem is too big now. Like, the, like they're not. No. No. I would love it. I'd like if they gave it to the Wargroove devs, great. No, but that's not that, gonna happen. That's the thing is that because Fire Emblem is so big now, it's proved to Nintendo that there is a massive audience for these strategies. There's yeah, a massive audience also, for the Fire Emblem. Fire yes. Emblem is there's a big difference between Fire Emblem know, and, and Advance Wars. Early that to be like it's like the same gameplay so this is now they found success with fire emblem they found success with mario and rabbids so clearly that genre of game has success on the switch i'm just saying make advanced wars make it anime weeaboo shit like build bring in the fire emblem but, but, but then you would just make another fire emblem here's the yeah. thing here's the thing um 
Fire Emblem and Kingdom Battle thrive because they have characters that you can relate to or have funny interactions with. Advance Wars is solely focused on war. On war. And a, mind, a mindless little pawns that you put on a map. I don't think that would fly comparison to those two. I think I'm, I'm actually with Finn on this and that I, I don't think it's likely necessarily, but I don't think it's really impossible or that crazy either. So the Fire Emblem uh, intelligence systems has been pumping out content. Um, I mean, you got to consider that in the last couple releases, like since Awakening, we got Fates, which was two and a half games. They put out Echoes, uh, which was a, a pretty hefty attempt at a, a remake uh, of yes, an older Fire Emblem game. Um, Shadows of then, Valencia too, right? Yeah, and then that's Echoes. And then so, oh right, okay. Yeah, and then Three Houses is massive. Three I mean, Houses was via, not developed by Intelligent Systems. Was it not Intelligent yeah, Systems? Really? By, no, uh, no. Only the story people and and a franchise holders were involved with Three Houses and. Well, the there we yeah. fucking go. Like because, because they have been working on Paper Mario. Oh okay, but like here's the thing: like <laughs> the, Nintendo can find studios to do Advance Wars, Intelligent Systems. Or the people who worked on three, like there is, there's room to find people to work on Advance Wars, and I think Advance Wars sure. Generals can be reworked more heavily, integrated into combat, um, given more personality, given more off combat stuff to do. Like, there's nothing that says Advance Wars has to just be Black Hole Rising over and over again. You know, uh, we don't just have to do uh, Dual Strike, Days of Ruin, like stick to the format and never change it. Fire Emblem's reinvented itself a lot. You can do the same thing with Advance Wars. And even if you do it as like an online, like an eShop title, like a $30 eShop title and don't scale it to be right. something as big as Fire Emblem, you can put a team on that. It can definitely happen. I mean, Wargroove and Tiny Metal. Wargroove did really well. Tiny Metal, I didn't hear much about, but people seem to like it enough. Not really. The, the sequel to Tiny Metal is really good, though. Full Metal Rumble is honestly amazing. Yeah. It's, so like, it's only just 10 bucks too. It's a yeah. really good game. It's I think it's a really good I will gladly accept Golden Sun. Yeah, <laughs> Golden Sun is even more dead. Are you kidding yeah, me? You, you can forget that. That ain't never. Like, I, Cam Camelot, Camelot is a shell of its former self. You yeah. really want the Golden Sun out of that? I I wouldn't say I I, I would say that you're far likely in to get a Mario Golf than you are uh, a Golden Sun, folks. Yeah, Kirby's Air Ride Two this holiday okay. season. It's the it's no, the it's the big <laughs> holiday game. All right, you're not. I was just about to say this, and Don, you will back me up on this. Sure. After all of this conversation, I think a very likely selection for this fall is a new Kirby game that's one of the weird Kirby games. Because yeah. How yeah. Yeah. They yeah. go I can see traditional that. Kirby, then weird as fuck Kirby. Every two years. Traditional Kirby, weird as fuck Kirby. Traditional Kirby, it's Mass Attack, it's uh, uh, Rainbow, Rainbow, Rainbow Curse. Rainbow Curse. Rainbow Curse, thank you. Uh, yeah, I think I think a weird as shit multiplayer Kirby. They, they kind of need a weird Kirby though because um, the last one was way too traditional. I felt. Yeah, but like like yeah. here's the thing though. Am I the only weirdo asshole here? Yes. I think you yeah. just said I didn't hear what you said, but it almost looked from reading your lips like you said you don't like Kirby games, and that's not what I want to fucking hear from you right now. No, John. I fucking love Kirby okay, games. Okay, good. I, no, no, I was about I to was, teleport no, to no, Virginia. Like, 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 Planet and Robobot my was one of my favorite games of the generation. <laughs> Planet Robobot is the best Kirby game, and I oh, by fucking far, oh, like yeah. that's not even a question. But but like but like I really like Star Allies. Like I I really did. Yeah, Star Allies was really good. It's just it was it didn't have a whole lot of extra going for it. The core was really good, but there wasn't a lot. 
Oh, Super extra. Kirby Clash is actually really Kirby Clash is really is really good actually. I used to, I used to figure like I didn't I did, like yeah, recently, hmm? because Star Allies got updated like seven. Yeah, times. it did, yeah. and it, it yeah. did. Amazing yeah, now. here's the thing. I like the updates more than the actual main game. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. Be be because, so the because it was so multiplayer focused, that even with like CPU allies, they felt something lacking in that department. Yeah. Big time. Big time. It was like Guys, crappy return to Dreamland. Custom yeah. Robo coming back. It's happening. It's happening. Return Custom to... Robo, the big <laughs> holiday 2020 Nintendo game. Cube of Wars 2. I, I wanted to address something real quick that Sam had asked in chat earlier. Y'all ready for Rub uh, Rabbits? Well, something oh. that he said. He said he said that he really said, God, I really I need Twilight Princess or Wind Waker HD on Switch. Guarantee you, since Breath of the Wild 2 isn't coming this year, you're going to get one of them. I don't know which one it'll be. Or but you're both. both. You'll, you maybe you'll get both, but you're gonna get one of them. I Why guarantee. Okay, no dos dos. Because their their goal, uh, Don, correct me if I'm wrong, is to have a Zelda game out every year. Yeah, the the goal is to every year have something with Pokemon, uh, Mario, and Zelda on the cover. Yeah, and that has been the strategy since 2010. Yep. If there was a, this is another like candidate for this year is I would not be surprised if we got another Let's Go in the Pokemon franchise? Uh, no, their focus is on the DLC. That's their game, because yeah, it used to be the third cool. game, the third game, but now yeah. they're just making it into the DLC. Y'all, Magical cool. Star Sign 2. Oh, shit. <laughs> Finn. Oh. Brownie Brown, out of No, retirement. motherfuckers, oh. motherfuckers, it is time. It is time for Vroom in the Night Sky 2. No, you better give I'm Finn. ready for it. I'm ready it's time for, for Basket Ball 2. Basket Ball 2. Fucking, fucking, fucking basket ball jam. I John, want basket ball If you don't let jam. Finn talk, I'm going to teleport to Virginia and get my ass kicked a second time. <laughs> oh, is, oh did, Finn, did you have your hand up? Go ahead, buddy. No, no, no. If, uh, as long as I'm already just throwing my cards into every game that I will never get, Bot and Kaitos, bring, bring it back, baby. Yes. Come on. Good yeah, job. baby. Wow. We're there. You got it. Yeah. They're they're Is... too busy making every they're remaking Xenoblade One again. So they're to be fair, they're adding the older cut content from the Wii version. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a bad Xenoblade definitive. Because Xenoblade hot take <laughs> Xenoblade definitive might be the only actual competent Xenoblade game. I love X. Um... But... Torna, Torna is also really good. See, I didn't play Golden Torna because I hated two. So I had I, such I mixed love... feelings on two. Torna was way better than any other Xenoblade game. Torna was actually a good character development. Was very brisk and yeah, was really well to play. Really good. Torna, just, great but, but one is also the, really good. The UI in Xenoblade Chronicles Two is just so garish and just oh, like painful to look at. Like it the, was, the, oh. once again, they they stripped all of that down to the to the basic mechanics in in Torna and uh, no, they no, I love allow Torna, you. Yeah. Torna is great, uh, but with one, they're actually adding all the cut content from the Wii version. So there was a cut area in the original game that you couldn't access, and they added with the final shot of the cut content in the in the first trailer. I just hey, hope Xenoblade Chronicles Remaster looks better handheld than Xenoblade Chronicles 2 does. Given, holy shit. given how big uh, Xenoblade yeah. 2 was for Nintendo, like I also wouldn't be surprised if Xenoblade Definitive Edition ends up being like one of their bigger holiday games. You yeah, know? Mm, maybe. I, I could easily see this as a May game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that too. That too. We don't yeah. know. That's the thing. Nintendo, we don't hear about Nintendo delays anymore because Nintendo just doesn't give us release dates until they're like two months yeah. out. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I guess we should probably start to wrap up here. Um, we're already past our, uh, our our time mark here. And I do want to get in a little 
questions before I go to bed because that game fucking slaps. Um, fucking, yeah. it, 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 it's a it's a Persona game without its head up its own. And I, I really, I really like. I love Persona, but this is this is Shin Megami Tensei without a shitload of filler. Uh, it's just pure. It's just pure SMT, and I, I fucking and, love it. And, I love and, it. St- and still, the end of the world plot that we all know and love from yep, other. I love it. I, I am. I fucking love this game. It's one of those ones I missed on Wii U. Um, it's a great want, game. Yeah. I want to point out. I want to uh, let everybody know if you are going to Patis. So obviously, we've already said that we have the first ever SDGC panel. Not that we're on a panel. It's an SDGC presents yeah. panel. And it's Finn an and John are presenting panel. it. Finn and John, me. I'm John are presenting it i'm moderating it finn is on the panel we're going to be ranking the final fantasy spinoffs we're ranking the spinoffs right but that night after the panel derek i think is when we're uh talking about doing our sdgc packs meetup yeah no idea what that's gonna count as we've had zero discussions who fucking knows but we're probably gonna gather right after the panel derek yeah and just in a public place it'd be a nuisance go somewhere and drink and get rowdy we're not uh, gonna fit into any bars that's not gonna happen nope nope but i do know that we've got a sizable amount of a sizable amount of 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 sakis who are who are going to pax east and gonna attend our panel and if you want to hang out with us if you want to chill out with us we love you to we would love for you to join us after the panel Hmm. fucking doing whatever we're gonna do for the sd the first ever boys the first ever SDGC PAX fan meetup. I can't fucking believe we're actually at a place where I can say that. Finn, go ahead. Uh, this is a this is a surprise. This is a, a world premiere announcement that not even world John premiere. No, <laughs> SDGC uh, world premiere. To celebrate our first panel and our first meetup ever, all socks come in pairs. The brought the sister slash brother sock your call of the OG Saki will be at PAX East to be given to one of our fans. Oh, the like same color scheme, Finn. Like same same stripes. Like it's same. The, it's the sibling Sox of Saki one. <gasps> Wait, why the fuck do I not have it? Finn, does it have like? Does it have a goatee? Is it evil Saki? Oh, you know what? A <laughs> goatee. <laughs> All I know is that uh. Saki's that- twin is named Moloch. Saki's twin. And look, let me tell you, Saki herself has already been building other sons of Saki, so we're going to have a hefty amount. But the OG uh, partner of the original Saki will be in attendance. So mm. just saying. That's a game changer. That's a game just changer saying. right there. By the way, about your panel, I hope that Final Fantasy All the Bravest will be the last one on your list. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna make sure that all the bravest is actually number one. Are we gonna rate? To, are we gonna rate Final <laughs> Fantasy Chocobo's racing? Are you saying all the bravest or all the greatest? Because that's what all the bravest is. So 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 like I'll tell you right now, Dark Horse right now. Like I don't know what's gonna win. I don't know what's gonna win. But I think Anthony will agree with me when I say that the Dark Horse choice is Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon. Everybody. Oh. oh. Game fucking rules, dude. I'm sorry. I, that game fucking rules. My, my, fav- my favorite Final Fantasy spinoff is Stay Rhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call. It's a good oh, choice. That's, the, that's actually a good choice. Curtain Call fucking is awesome. Yeah, I that's, love Curtain Call. choice. That's the one I'm pushing. I still Hell pull yeah. out my 3DS. I still pull out my 3DS uh, like every month to play Curtain Call. 
I really do. Inner rhythm, Kurt. Now, Kurt. but, 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 like the real discussion is: do the bra- do the bravely default games make the list? No, because they. I mean, dude, not, like, no. you, I mean, dude, they even have the same magic spells. Faraga, Lizardo. Four Warriors of Light counts. Bravely does not. No. Anyway, look, we we got to make those decisions when we have our meeting about that panel. That is not for right now. Right now, it is past our betty by time. Is it time to go? Is it time to go bed? Go bed. Time to go the fuck to sleep. Time to go bed. Go the fuck to sleep. It's four thirty a.m. here, so yeah. It's time for you to wake the fuck up. (laughs) Time to cover Don. We're going to bed, and Don's gonna wake the fuck up. Yeah, get your ass out of bed, Don. Pour some yeah. good coffee. Pour some. But here's coffee. the fun thing. I'll, I'll, the last thing I will mention: tomorrow I have to go to a Hatsune Miku concert for work. Is it tomorrow oh, or yeah. today? Well, today, yeah. <laughs> at, 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 at 8 p.m., I have to go for that Switch game and then watch a concert for two hours. You better get some fucking sleep there, Don. Don, that's awesome. That's a great day. <laughs> that's that's going to be very interesting. All right. Well, we will. Uh... Why doesn't she look like the Tetsuya Nomura redesign? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Anthony, Don, thank you so much for being in here and uh, and shooting the shit with those guys. We we love you both, and it was just a it was a it was a great little I think it was a great little treat to have both of you on. Uh, that know. was uh, and of course Anthony's just been with. You. Yeah. Like I looked down at my phone. It's like, you have a missed call. It's like, who's calling me? I literally tried calling you. I was like, let me call Anthony. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. As he is listed in my phone, let me call fucking Anthony and 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 see if he's... A... That's literally how Anthony's listed on my phone is he's fucking Anthony. <laughs> Finn, if you dab one more time, if you dab one more fucking time, I'm going to fire you from the show. Uh? I'm going to fire you from the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, look, check it out. It's not always poetry. We would always agree, but always keep it real. Goodbye. Good night. I can't believe Don is going to go meet the creator of Minecraft.